that's the struggle that I'm facing right now is being the leader my team needs me to be. Um, leading people in the right direction. Having the, the skills to, yeah, it's just to be that CEO that my team needs me to be. Uh, and that's hard. That's really, really hard because that requires a completely different skill from just hustling because you could hustle, right? Believe it or not, hustling is easy. You just got to grind. You got to take those calls. You got to go on those appointments. You got to negotiate. You got to grind, grind, grind. Believe it or not, that's actually easy. What's not easy is the things that you don't know how to do yet. That's not easy. You have to learn that process of, hey, I, I need to become this person. And, I, and I, I'm of the mindset that I, my personality changes to whatever season I'm in. Mike check. I'm good. Mike check. Mike check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth is the Online Hustlers Podcast with your host, Esteban Andrade. Every day I'm hustling. I do want to cover here, like we're covering a little bit of the acquisitions, um, but let's cover like uh, acquisitions and and let's go on and more of the logistics transaction this fall after uh your acquisitions for me was highly impressive when i met you at the moment because you had um you had the the setters right like the basically the, the lead managers or i don't mm -hmm. know how you call in your organization but the appointment setters like you had them fight for 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 the food basically like every time that a setter come in i mean a lead come in like they will they will claim it Like they would, they'll go for it, right? And um, and I believe you had over, uh, was it five or four of these that were managed around the globe, like different setters from different different countries and everything. Uh, but it it ensured that the follow up speed to lead was like there. It was like super fast, and it ensured that people were followed up and people were uh, basically nurtured until they pick up the phone and until they give us give the information about the the time frame the motivation everything for the closers to do their job right so do you have that already figured out is that how you currently have it uh or has that has anything changed and and like if it didn't like i'd love sure. to learn more well <clears throat> so when we when you and i first connected yes we did have that free-for-all um and yeah. then we I think we got had at the time two closers or something like that, two or three, not closers, mm -hmm. um, appointment setters. We call right. them HBAs, home buyer associates. There you so go. We had three of them. And yeah, it was a free for all. Whoever gets the lead first gets the, the lead, right? And uh, then we switch it up to a round robin. And this is where mm -hmm. it didn't work because, okay. you know, Esteban, you know the answer. What is the best type of lead, inbound or outbound? Inbound. Inbound, right. And some of the time when you do round robin, the problem is 
people get leads assigned to them. So if they're on a break, if they're not available, or if they're on a call, they're not answering that lead versus someone who is available, who isn't on a call or whatever, they're not going to get that lead just because it's being round robins assigned to someone else in the spirit of fairness. Dude, there's nothing fair about sales. There's yeah. nothing fair about sales. So let's 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 get rid of that notion. Sales is about performance. Period. If you can perform, great job. You're going to be amazing at sales. If you can't perform, it's not fair. Tough luck. I'm glad you tried. Um, and that's the way it is. So we now are back to not doing round robin. It's whoever gets the lead first. Because when you have, you know, sometimes there's weeks you pay $500 a lead, right, for PPC leads. Sometimes it happens. <sighs> I don't want someone to be like, oh, I didn't get it because I was grabbing a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, no. You want that lead to be answered. You're paying $500 for that lead, right? Sometimes those leads are 150 a pop, 80 a pop. So you don't want that to be given to to just to be fair. Now, if you're yeah. available, if you're hungry, if you're ready to take it, you got the lead. So that's how we do it now. And as far as response times, um, that's something we're very, very much aware of is the speed to lead. How quickly can we get to the lead that comes in? So last time we checked, we're under five minutes. So that's that's phenomenal. Um, we're going to keep working at it. Uh, try to you know decrease that that time. I know it sounds crazy, but we do want to de decrease it. We want to get to the point where they are filling out that form and we're on the phone with them, right? They're on step two of the form and we're on the phone with them. That's how quickly we want that to be. And I mean, of course, I say that because we've done that before. And so we just want that to be a regular thing, not like it just happens, you know, here and there. So speed to lead is really, really important with, with your all your inbound channels. So your, your Google, your Facebook, if you're purchasing leads, that channel, SEO, yeah, man, those or TV, right? We're, we're going to get into TV as well. They got to be answered right there and then, right? Because they're looking for a problem to solve. They're not, yeah. they're not like, well, whenever you get time, I mean, like, here's an example. I had to, um, what was it? Gosh, dang it. I think it was catering. Yeah, I think it was catering. I had to do some catering or order catering. So I, I just Googled catering companies where I am. And I went through the list of catering companies. I'm telling you, like, I didn't think about it until the, after the fact. I just went on to the next person who did not pick up the phone. If it rang and rang and rang with a voicemail, I went to the next catering person, the next one, until I got someone on the phone that could answer my question. Guess who didn't get the business? The people that didn't answer their phone, yeah. right? So when I'm a motivated person, I'm an inbound lead, I'm looking to, to solve a problem, you have to have a system that's ready to answer that need. Yes, 100%. I think this is crucial, man. Um, there is a value formula that actually Alex Hormozzi talks about that takes time delay. It's it's right under whenever you have the formula, which is uh, the perception of whether they're going to get whatever it is that you actually promised them, right? Like, do they trust you and everything? The other one is like, uh, is, is it actually something that you're going to solve for them like is 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 this a problem and like how much of a problem you're going to be solving so and then underneath it's the time delay the perception of the time delay and effort and sacrifice that it requires for them to get what they need so the time delay when you decrease it 
it becomes so valuable for any type of people, any type of person. So just like you were talking about with this catering, the time delay of getting a response time, if it was like almost zero, it'll be so valuable to you because you need it to absolutely crush that uh, whatever you were going to do with with the catering, right? You actually you needed to solve that problem, right? But like if you're a motivated seller, you need to speak to someone that at that moment that you're thinking I'm screwed, something's happening about my home, you need to do it as fast as possible. The closer, the closer you go to zero, it is the more value you give because it's it's indirectly proportional to value. So if for someone that haven't read that book, go on and read 100 million offers. And the same thing for the African sacrifice. If it is as much, like if it requires the least amount of effort, then it will be as equal, it's equal as valuable as if you had like a very uh, low time delay. But when you combine both, then that's when it becomes unlimitedly valuable. So those are things that I actually learned and um, it makes absolute sense. Well, that's why Speedsily is absolutely super crucial uh, because you're servicing people and you have to be doing it as fast as possible, right? So, man, um, it's been so great. I, I really want to make sure first, do you have more time so we go over some things here? Um. I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay, <laughs> let's go. It. <laughs> go more time because I really want to cover something. Uh, I want to really find out what where what are the things that you struggled the most that really didn't didn't get you from point A to point point Z where you are, or like to 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 these things that when you took this coaching and you they told you to hire disclosure start hire starting start getting yourself apart from the picture but where where were these other things that you were really struggling with and you potentially can uh, are trying to solve right now well man um i think really it's 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 a it's a facet of of things um so I guess maybe the first thing is what got you from zero to one isn't the same thing as going to get you from one to two. So just because it worked in the past doesn't mean it's going to work again. That's the crazy thing. And so you constantly have to level yourself up. That's why one of my values is growth. I have to have growth. If I don't have growth, I'm dying. Nature says this. There's no in between. There's no plant that says, I'm going to chill. The plant is either growing or is it dying, right? Same thing with human beings. If we're not getting better, we're dying. So for me, I'm noticing that my, my journey now is an upside down pyramid. <clears throat> so in the beginning, right, uh, um, I started like this, right? So where I'm, I'm the, the bottom of the, of the tip and everything yep. comes th through me, right? So if something has to be done, it has to come through me or Alex and then it gets done. I'm the closer, I'm the marketer, I'm the dispo, I'm everything in the business. And that's how you, how you have to start. That's not mm -hmm. a wrong thing. That's not a bad thing. That's just where you have to start. But as, as you grow, as you scale, you have to take that pyramid and flip it upside down. Mm. So where you are no longer the bottleneck, right? You're not at the bottom, you're at the top now. And then you, the question becomes, well, what's the bottom? The bottom is now your people, your processes, and your culture. 
they now form the base of the pyramid to be to be successful, right? So that's that's the struggle that I'm facing right now is uh, is being the leader my team needs me to be, um, leading people in the right direction, having the the skills to to be that to be that uh yeah it's just to be that CEO that my team needs me to be. Uh, and that's hard. That's really, really hard because that requires a completely different skill from just hustling because you could hustle, right? Believe it or not, hustling is easy. You just got to grind. You got to take those calls. You got to go on those appointments. You got to negotiate. You got to grind, grind, grind. Believe it or not, that's actually easy. What's not easy is the things that you don't know how to do yet. That's not easy. And you have to learn that process of, hey, I, I need to become this person. And, I, and I, I'm of the mindset that I, my personality changes to whatever season I'm in. So if you, if I, 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 and I know this for a fact, I'm not just saying this as, a, as whatever, this is for a fact. My disc assessment, what it started out to be and what it is now are vastly different. I started out being this high DI person, right? A driver and um, uh, extroverted person. I, what is that? Forget the I means, but just someone who's high energy, outgoing, this and that. And I've tracked myself over time of where I was in a certain stage and my disc assessment changed. My personality changed. I adapted to whatever the demand was at the time. Now I'm a DC, right? Where I'm very driven and I'm, I'm more focused on compliance because our business needs me to be a leader to drive and we need to, to create order in the chaos that we we've created. So for, for me, that's, that's the part that I struggle with is like, you know, making that transition, making that personality shift and being the, the, the person my team needs me to be. Yeah. You're, you're evolving with your team. I mean, for your team, uh, and of course, with your team, and you're trying to, I think it's a lot of people, a lot of people really struggle on that, the leadership part where you actually are the people that the look up to, like your employees, your team members look up to, to you, like, what would Victor do? What would Victor say? Or like, am I doing the things right the way that Victor would do? Uh, like there's a lot of that uh, happening at stages where you are in uh, in real estate uh, uh, or any business, honestly, any business. Uh, what, what would you feel is the um, has been the hardest kind of decision that you've had to do in your business uh, towards your employees? Like whether that's you know firing, whether that's hiring whether that's like uh changing the order of something like what, what has been the hardest things if any i'm pretty sure there is uh well uh, i might take this question a little bit in a different way but um the hardest things so far has been like you think you know something but your team gives you the feedback they're like that's not what it is and you're like i, I know what it is but they're like no it's not that's hard um yeah, yeah. Because you're like so certain about it. You're like, man, this is definitely it. And they're like, nope, it's not working out. And what I mean by that is like we 
recently restructured our, our departments. So we had, um, we had, what is it? Transactions. Mm-hmm. And we had JV. So JV just disposed other people's deals for, for, right. for them. Place the buyers. Um, sorry, not buyers, investors. We don't call them buyers because we're the buyer, right? We're yeah. and they're investors. Um, we bring them in, right? We got to own the contract. You're not, you're not, then hold on. Let me, before I move on, if you <laughs> are, if they are the buyer, then what that makes you on the contract? Yeah, exactly. You are the buyer. They are the investor. You bring them in. So that's that. So we, you know, we would, place deals for them. And so we had to restructure our transactions department. <sighs> so our team, um, our team just wasn't doing very well. Like just things are not working. Um, things are not being done. Deals are not being disposed. And I, and I made the very tough call of taking that TC department and, and, uh, and splitting them off to dispo and TC. Mm-hmm. So definitely the right call to make hundred percent the right call to make but it ruffled a lot of feathers did that, of did that change a lot of things like did that make uh, a lot of things difficult for for the team after that yeah because it, it created some uncertainty because like the commissions now are different um yeah uh, the leadership is now different and the person who's been with us for like almost two years she quit because of it mm, gotcha. so that's that was tough because uh she meant a lot to me she was a great human being, but um, just ultimately, you know, because of the the change that we went through, and, and I knew in hearts of my heart that this is the right decision to make, and she did not agree with it. Yeah, she was just like, no, Victor, we talked about not making this decision just yet. We were going to see how things are working out. I'm like, they're not working out. These are the results. This is where we're going. This is not where we need to be. You know, we're not disciplining deals. Deals are not closing. And she was like, no, we just give it more time. I'm like, I, I can't give it more time. You know, we got to make the call. So yeah, it's, you know, yeah. to, to lead by, to, to lead by democracy is the wrong way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what I'm saying is like popular vote gets, gets the yeah. win. No, no, no. You got to make the tough calls. Yeah. Well, I, that's great, man. Why do you think that that change of having TC and, uh, what was it? Dispo separately. Why was it better for you? Like, why why a better method? Why was a better way to like handle transactions? Sure. Um, well, once again, just because where you started doesn't mean that's that's what's going to work. So yeah. I started out as the dispo manager. I did yeah. not know it, but that's what I was. <laughs> so I would dispo the deals, and then I would have two two uh, ladies who worked um, virtually for me. Um, do the coordination. But what I found out is like, because I have so many hats in the business, I was like, okay, ladies, let me show you how to dispo. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I showed them how to dispo, not the best way, but I did. Um, and I ran with that model. So it's TC and dispo into one role. It started not working out. And so when we split it off, you have now a dispo manager who's so good at relationship building, absolutely phenomenal at building that connection and is actually selling the deal. They're not just like hey, order takers, right? Here's your order. Do you like this deal or not? Okay, no, no, no. They're selling the deal. They're selling right. the dream. Actually that's closer. what this role is. Yeah. Yeah, whereas TC is, they're more of like the, the administrative side of things. They're more yeah. like follow the checklist. So you have two different personalities that are doing the same role. That doesn't make any sense. You yeah. have to split it off. So 
we're, we just made this a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm pretty confident our numbers are going to increase. Uh, we already are seeing some traction, but only in about three, four months will we know what the effort or what the change really had, right? You don't really know in the moment, just have to measure it later on. Yeah. So my question then goes, as a Dispo manager, do you think that someone that also does acquisition, so a closer, for example, has the same qualities and the same skill set that a Dispo manager should have because they're, at the end of the day, they're negotiating with buyers? Or what do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, I think they're very similar. I think they're yeah. very similar. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And of course you saw that in this manager. That's why you're like, Oh, you're only doing this. That that's, that's going to be your line. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, where are you at right now in, in your business? Like if you, if, if you are able to disclose it. Yes. Yeah, so we, so a business has, every business has a blueprint. Every business has a blueprint, just like a kid being born to, you know, person dying. There's that you know, life cycle. So does the business have a life cycle? I think where we're at is in the phase of, um, I mean, to maybe simplify, you have the, you have the startup phase, right? Just starting out, you're, you're everything, you know, what do you do? Everything underneath the blue sky, um, your blue sky. Then you go into the growth phase and after growth phase, you go into stabilized phase. Yeah. We're in the stabilized and optimized phase. So what that means is that in order for you to scale, which is the fourth step, you have to, stabilize and optimize yeah um, that's where we're at right now so once again it's the startup phase the growth phase uh standardize optimize scale and then legacy so we're we, we got some work to do yeah that's awesome well man um i love to i, I love having you here and you know i don't want to keep this too long but i definitely want to have a second episode all right uh where you come in and you can we can potentially talk about many other different things but i think if you as a listener here in the online hustlers podcast in spotify whether that's iheart music radio uh where whether that's podcast in itunes or in amazon if you love this episode and you learned a lot from him he is a he's a honestly a he's just a world of knowledge and he's a he loves to actually uh just really give that away even for free he doesn't have a coaching program <laughs> he doesn't have like this mentorship program or he's not selling to you to you anything just share this with anyone all right uh that everyone everyone and anyone that you see in your space uh in facebook or instagram share it all around social media and subscribe to this channel because we're gonna get more of victor all right uh there's a lot of different interesting facebook posts that he does that i love to really dissect more and then follow him follow there on social media that's for sure uh i think it's uh, at victor uh glg or what, what what is your social media yeah yeah so that's my insta handle i gotta i mean i gotta do much better with my insta instagram game oh gosh dang it like i just recently met with ryan panita uh dude that guy is crushing with his social media i'm like okay i gotta level myself um but yeah so but yeah i'm you can also find me on facebook uh just victor, yeah. victor uh glg all right there you go is that right yep Okay, perfect. And what about in Facebook? Uh, it's in your your name is Victor with K. It's not with a C. 
and Ryba Chuck. You can follow him on Facebook as well. Now, I do want to do do a favor to you. Like, is there anything that you potentially could uh, could get, or by telling anyone or any listener here? Um, I know that you just mentioned, hey, you want to get better into your social media, like you want to do something. Is there anything that you look forward to, like how you want to evolve as a personally? Yeah, yeah, I have I have a list, bro. Um, yeah, so it's <laughs> definitely like running a, a highly performing sales department. That one for sure. Um, we're right now rebranding our company because it's called I Will Buy House. Look. It sounds weird, but I'm telling you, it's not in the name. It's what you provide. So, but anyways, we're rebranding. So I need help with the branding um, part of it. I'm also going to get on TV, doing some TV ads. I already got the, the guy for it to, to help me with. We're switching to Salesforce with Stephanie uh, Betters. <sighs> yeah, figuring out personas for our, our customers, what that would look like. We got a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting, man. A lot of different additions and potential changes. That CRM change is a huge one. Uh, yes. That's definitely huge. I'm pretty sure going from Podio, old Podio to Salesforce, <laughs> going to take time and effort and sacrifice. Yeah. But it's going to be worth it, especially when you can track things very well. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Any 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 exciting things that you like to tell people? Maybe if you need some help and people are listening to this, um, is there anything at all? Um, I mean, we are going to be looking for people to work locally with us in Washington State. So if you know someone who is a closer, uh, going on appointments, yeah, we'd love to interview you for sure. Awesome. So as you heard, you heard today about the whole sales organization that he is uh, trying to build here. And I love that. So if you're a closer and you listen to this and you know that, holy, I can be better off working with such a great company of I will buy a house in Washington, then go and apply, go reach out to Victor uh, in social media, Instagram or Facebook. And also, you know, just help him, help him like build what he wants and, and he's going to make sure that you, you get to the next level. All right? Right on. Awesome. Awesome, Victor. Thank you so much for listening to this uh, podcast, everyone. And, Victor, for you being here. Uh, the next episode, we'll talk about it. Uh, I've, honestly, the, the the only people that, that I get to episodes is because I know we can continue on hours and hours of like pure gold nuggets one of them is about is actually scott morris he's gonna have a second one um but uh man it's like it's really great things that that you're able to share here um thank you so much everyone have a good one all right bye-bye <laughs>